Hey, my name is Lizzie Smiley, and I absolutely love helping people connect with their calling and all the tools they need to kick roadblocks and excuses right out the door so they can cultivate the life they dream about. If you want to launch, grow, pivot, or scale your Etsy shop, or you've always wanted to develop the mindset and skills to run your own business, then I'm your girl. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit going strong since my very first lemonade stand, and now I'm a work-at-home mama with multiple online companies and a full-time Etsy shop, all while being present with my kids for the everyday chaos and most important milestones. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things business, mindset, Etsy, creativity, dazzling our customers, and so much more. There's plenty of room at this table for you, so scooch on in and let's go. I'm holding nothing back. Welcome to How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the show this week. This episode is going to be my first attempt at a shorter form episode that covers a really specific topic. So super different. I want to make one of these for you once per month where we really focus in and learn a new skill and just have it be something really educational to add to your tool belt. So definitely let me know what you think of this type of episode after you listen. Also, everyone, Um, If you listen to the very end today, I have a special surprise for you guys that you won't want to miss out on if the title of this episode intrigued you. So for sure, listen for that as we wrap up here in a little bit. The very first thing, though, that I want to do today is answer one of our leftover FAQ questions from the FAQ episode I did a few weeks ago. If you happen to miss it, oh my goodness, (laughs) do yourself a favor and make sure you go back and check it out. We covered so much ground. I got really great feedback. It was episode number 73, and I will link it for you guys in the show notes. So we didn't quite get to every question, which we never do, but for the next few of these little shorty episodes, I'm going to plan to cover one of those leftover um, questions per episode until we hit them all. So here we go. Sarah asks, I have one question. I'm thinking about starting a digital shop with seed bead patterns. I have the pattern maker and I know how to create the PDF file, but I'm not sure how to create the pictures that go on Etsy. I've heard of mock-ups, but have no idea how to go about doing them with pattern designs. Any ideas? Thanks. Okay, Sarah. So first off, guys, just for context, she's asking about selling a pattern for a type of jewelry. So she's going to create the pattern. That's her product to sell. She'll sell the PDF download of the pattern to her customers. To answer your question, Sarah, and it's a great one, for patterns, I don't think mock-ups would work. So typically for a pattern, the thumbnail picture would um, should show the final created objects, like what they're going to have when they complete the pattern. So you actually need to make one. Um, you actually need to create the product for uh, for the pictures. And then also have text on the on the picture itself explaining that it's a pattern. Um, I would first do a ton of research for all different kinds of patterns on Etsy to see what the best sellers are doing, um, the best selling listings are doing for their photos, and then play around with your products to figure out um, how you want to stage your own. And actually, if you go to search on Etsy for specifically for seed bead patterns, you will see some great examples of how other sellers have done this well. So I hope that helps. I think it's a great idea and I would love to hear how it goes for you. So thank you, Sarah, so much for sending that in. Now onto today's topic, we're going to talk about how you guys can increase your sales by doing a self 
audit of your Etsy shop. This topic came about earlier this year for me when I did a survey of my listeners and my email friends to find out what services y'all were most eager for me to offer coming back from maternity leave. And the overwhelming response from so many of you was that you wanted me to do Etsy shop audits, like where I go through your Etsy shop and send you a report um, of what I think is going well, what needs to be improved, and what you could do to get more sales. And so I thought this was so fascinating. Um, I did add those services, which many of you have already hired me for. And just FYI, I have gotten a few emails. They are currently unavailable for a little bit because they're actually super time consuming. I like to be really thorough. And I'm in the process of massively overhauling my flagship course uh, listings that sell. Um, so that will they'll, they'll come back down the road, but that's why you can't add them to the cart right now and um, order a shop audit. But your interest in the service also just really got me thinking like, like, why is that in so much demand? What do you really need from me? And how could I help more of you? Because the reality is there's just one of me and I could only do a couple of audits each month. You know, it's hardly enough to take care of you guys at the level that like I really strive to. So I decided to test this topic we're talking about today. Like, what if I taught you how to audit your own shop? Like, what if I just shared exactly what I look for and what I look at and then create a checklist and a training for you so you can do it yourself? Um, and I totally appreciate, like, it is a reality that having my eyes on it gives you an advantage because I've studied hundreds and hundreds of shops. And that brings us to a different level of expertise, like, fair enough. But this is at least a start. And over time, you can develop the skill as well. And like, and here's the thing. I actually believe that the skill it takes to audit an Etsy shop is the same skill you have to develop to be able to build a successful business. Like you've got to know what you're looking at and, and be able to dissect. And like once you can self-diagnose what's going on, like what needs work, what actions you can take to grow, like the whole Etsy marketplace opens up to you. Like you can create results in your shop and then any other niche that you want to go into. And like furthermore, like the, the kind of the subset of skills you develop you, you can take that into any other business venture or, or thing you want to master in your life. Like it's a whole, it's a whole skill. So just last week I tested this content at the go digital on Etsy summit and 900 people have found it valuable enough to go download the checklist and grab the little training. So I think we might be onto something. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about it. It feels kind of maybe dry. Like it's not the most sexy topic, but like the results are so sexy, like what it can do for you. <laughs> like what it can actually bring in. And of course, you know, I want you guys to have access to the same information that we did last week because you are my people. So here for just to kind of like level all of this out, here's what a shop audit involves and why it's helpful. I think that's a really good starting spot. Essentially, a shop audit is just when you or I, you know, or some expert goes through your shop looking at all the major sections for areas that can be tweaked or improved. We look for things that are missing, things that could be made better, and we even look for things that might be repelling shoppers or causing problems. And this activity helps you to create a punch list of the things that you need to focus on. You can totally do this for yourself. Um, it's it's a pretty detailed process um, if you're not the most detail-oriented person. And, and even if you are, like this is kind of what makes a checklist really handy as you're going through. It walks you through each shop element and then each listing element um, that you need to have in place in order for your shop to be really optimized. So for the sake of a primer today, I'm going to talk you through some of the important things to look for. And if you want to take it a step further, you can go over to my website. You're just going to go to... Um, 
EtsyShopAudit.com and grab the checklist. It's $3. But if you stick around until the end of the episode, I will tell you how you can get it for free because I feel like celebrating a bit today. Hey, my friend. I'm just checking in to see how you're doing on your Etsy journey. Do you have all the support you need? I'm so honored that you're here listening to the podcast, and I want to make sure that you also know that I have a bunch more resources that can help you with your specific questions over in the resources section of my website. Whether your focus is print-on-demand, digital products, handmade items, and even more, there are tools and freebies and courses specific to your product type that are made by experts that I have already vetted for you. I don't know about you, but when I started my Etsy shop back in 2016, I was a busy mama, and I didn't have oodles of time that was spare that I could just spend spinning my wheels trying to figure out Etsy completely on my own. I needed someone who knew what they were doing to teach me as efficiently and effectively as possible. And as soon as I was able to leverage the knowledge of an expert, I'm telling you my personal results on Etsy went through the roof. Sales went literally from crickets to cha-chings within a week of implementing all of those things that I learned. So if you're looking for that kind of help, you want to get to the bottom of it, you want to get moving and grooving, where somebody who knows how your niche works on Etsy can show you the steps to start getting sales, come on over and visit my resources page at howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash resources, and I'd love to connect you with the perfect expert for your business. I know their expertise will make all the difference in the world for you. So once again, that's howtosellyourstuff.com forward slash resources, where you can find answers to your specific questions. I'll see you there. The first part of a shop shop audit is to look at the elements of your shop that create first impressions. Okay, we always want to start with first impressions. We we know just generally in life that first impressions are important, obviously. But on Etsy, when you're when you're first getting started and you don't have a bunch of sales and reviews to build trust with a shopper, all you have is that first impression. And that's gonna make or break those first sales and those buying decisions. Your visuals are a really important part of this. So things like, do you have a shop banner in place? And does it look great both on mobile and desktop? This is a a big mistake I often see is there'll be a banner and it maybe looks okay on desktop, but most people are shopping on the app or on um, like through a mobile browser and it makes it so much tinier. And so does it still work in that setting is really important to look at. Uh, Is the banner ornamental or does it feature your products or at least create a brand vibe for you? You also want to make sure you have a simple logo in the shop profile picture on the left side of your profile. That's kind of where the logo would go. And then a smiling picture of yourself in the seller picture profile picture on the right side of your profile. And these elements make your shop feel more professional. Okay, they create connection. They absolutely build trust and create a brand experience in the very beginning, especially. So to go along with this, um, it's really, really important for you guys to have your about section filled out ideally with some pictures and or video. Um, Etsy leaves some space for you to add those things in. Like I honestly, I cannot believe how many new shops I see that skip this part. It is, it's almost rare to see a filled out about section, but here's the thing, filling out your about section is actually important for more than just a first impression. Um, I've been learning so much, like in this course overhaul I'm doing, I'm like trying to figure out how to explain things to to you guys better, right? And so I'm adding a mountain of information about how the Etsy algorithm actually works and how listings and shops rank within it. 
I think the more that we can dig into a little more of the science of it, if that's interesting to you or you want to understand more of that formula, it can really change results in a big way if you understand how you're being ranked and what makes you seen or not seen. So as you can imagine, it's it's quite involved, although not at all difficult to understand it, you know, if it's broken down properly. But one of the one of the factors that I'll let you guys in on right now is something called your customer and marketplace experience score which Etsy assigns your shop based on your standing in the marketplace. And it's essentially a calculation of how trustworthy Etsy thinks you are based on how you interact with people and the platform. And one of the pieces of this calculation is whether or not you filled out your about section. It literally contributes to that score. So it's really such a win-win. Like it builds actual trust with that new person peeking at your shop and trying to decide like, uh, am I going to get what I ordered? And they're trying to make a buying decision, but it also builds trust with Etsy and increases your customer and marketplace experience score. Another piece of that score that I also think is an important thing to review as part of your shop audit is whether or not you have your shop policies in place. So these are things like your return and exchange policy, cancellations, privacy, those basic things that um, are important to have there. A lot of shoppers do check to see if a shop will work with them on exchanges or refunds before they will buy. So especially as a new shop, you'll increase the likelihood of a sale if you're willing to work with your customers. And I know this can be controversial, especially in the Etsy Facebook groups, but here, all I can tell you is my experience, right? Like I have had so few problems with this, you guys. Like I'm of the attitude, treat my customers the way I'd want to be treated. I'm very lenient with exchanges and refunds for physical products. And I personally do not feel like I've been taken advantage of. Um, Are there some bad apples? Sure. But it's not enough to remotely hurt my profit. And I feel like I win a lot more than I lose by having a 30-day return or exchange policy. It's just um, it's just my two cents. Like, do with it what you will. Either way, for the sake of a shop audit, I encourage you to post your policies, whatever they may be, in a clear and friendly manner in that part of your shop. Because again, great for the great for the shopper, but also great for your your uh, marketplace customer and marketplace experience score. Um, other areas that play into your first impressions would include having an FAQ section set up, having a welcome announcement, and if if it's applicable to you, including your social media links on your Etsy shop. And um, there's a place for them on your shop page. They, it appears at the bottom of your main shop page. And you can add them by going into your seller dashboard. You click on the marketing tab and then you click social media and you'll be prompted to connect your accounts there. And that's where you can um, you know, make sure shoppers know about your, like your Instagram or your Pinterest or wherever you want to send them. After first impressions, the next part to review is your listings. And I recommend just going item by item, like piece by piece through the listing, just as it, it just as it appears when you click add a listing or if you go into edit one. So first things first is your shop titles or your um, your listing titles, I should say. Are you using all 140 characters and including as many sh- long and short tail keywords as you can fit? So basically what this means is that your titles, they shouldn't just be a creative title for your product. You know, sometimes I'll see like a a fine artist and they are amazing artists, but they're not making any sales. And one of the reasons is if I look at their listing title, it says like Blue Ocean Dream. And it's like what they named. I just made that up just so you guys know. It's just like what they named their painting. And it's it's a precious name. Like that's great, but no one's searching for that. So your title needs to have 
all of the phrases that a perfect customer would type into the Etsy search bar to try and find what you're selling. Um, Another piece of the titles is, are your strongest keywords at the front or beginning of your titles? That's going to be important for you with your SEO. Next will be, um, do you have as many categories and attributes filled in as possible? These are all the little drop-down menus that populate from Etsy based on the product you identify you're selling. It's like the stuff like color and size and style, and it totally varies based on your product. But you want to complete those with as much detail as you can. So, you know, for my my old sign shop, if I went in there and clicked like, you know, wall decor, and I would funnel down, you know, through their um, their basically the different products available down to like wood signs. And then that would prompt within the listing, all of these extra drop downs where I could put in, you know, what is it made out of? What are the dimensions? What are the colors and all of that? Those are your, it'll be for whatever you sell. Those are the categories and attributes. Next up is your photos. So is your first picture in your photo gallery for each listing your very best one? Will it jump out in the search results and create an emotional connection for the person shopping? Um, are they going to see it and go, Ooh, that's it. it. You know, your, your first photo especially has to grab attention. The others doesn't matter as much, but the first one needs to do your other photos in your gallery, answer common questions. It's, it's a really good idea to use every single photo space that you can, that they permit. And I recommend creating graphics. You know, when you run out of pictures, you're going to create graphics that have important information on them, like dimensions or sizing or color info. You know, you might include information about turnaround time or shipping info or like customization or personalization info. You know, this is an area for my signs where I also include like here are the hangers that I recommend you get. Like here's here's like I had, you know, hardware on the back of them, but then it was like what kind of screw was a com- common question I got. And so I'd be like, I would like have a picture there like, oh, you want this kind of gorilla hanger. So things that are specific to your product that are that come up a lot. It's great to have that in the photo gallery. What's really important to know about this is that most shoppers won't actually read your product descriptions. It's kind of funny, like the really, um, really detail oriented ones will, but, and so it is important to be as detailed as you can. I mean, it should be in there, but the really important stuff that you need your buyer to know needs to also go on graphics in your photos because the shoppers are much more likely to like scroll through them, go like through through that photo gallery, than read your product description. It's just like the reality. And then um, next, we want to look at your descriptions, your product descriptions. Are they complete with all the important information that a shopper might need about your product? Also, um, a lot of times they'll have a ton of information, but my next question is, are they organized and easy to read? You know, do you, you don't want to have massive paragraphs. You want to have simple, concise bullet points where you can and really easy for them to scroll down in there and, and find the information they're looking for. Are your product descriptions rich with your keywords? Last year, the Etsy algorithm was tweaked to include listing descriptions as another place, in addition to your titles and tags, that you should include your most important SEO keywords. So make sure that you, um, you're you adding that as close to the top of the description as you can. Most shoppers will not DM you with a question. That's just kind of what I have learned. Um, if they can't find an answer easily, they will move on to another listing that makes that answers their question clearly. So for sure, make the effort to give them all the info that they need um, in, the, in the listing descriptions, in the photo galleries. And if your shop is new and you're not sure what to include, it's a great idea to study the best-selling listings in your niche and see what those sellers include in their descriptions. It's going to tell you everything you need. It's such a treasure trove of information for um, like you don't have to look like you don't know yet. You can totally gather that from from that those other places. And finally, 
your tags. So are you using all 13 of your tags on every listing? A lot of times I'll go in via Everbee um, when I'm doing a shop review and they'll only have maybe six of the 13 tags. So make sure that they are all 13 on every single listing. And then are they emphasizing the same keywords as your titles? You want to be communicating really clearly in your listing. These are the keywords we want to rank for. And so the same ones should be in the title, the description, the tags, boom, boom, boom. And then you'll have extra space in your tags to include some other short tail keywords that'll help you be um, hit some, some more broad searches as well. So these are the key areas to really dig into, and you're definitely going to end up with a list of things you can improve from like going through and asking these questions. If you guys go download the checklist, it has more detail. Um, it'll have places to capture notes and a great, uh, like I said, a great checklist, but it'll also take you through a process of studying the best-selling shops and listings in your niche because that is where the gold is. So it's like one thing for us to look at our own shop through our lens of you know what we think it needs or what we think is strong. But if you go and you study the people who are killing it at what it is you want to sell, and you compare their setup to your own, you're going to learn a lot about how you can level up your shop. And that's why I always say, look for the ones with the bestseller badge, because they are that you want to have a bestselling listing. So the, the self audit download, um, it also comes with a, a video training where I'm, you can visually see me like walk through the audit process. I tried to make this as like, user-friendly as possible in an auditory way. But the best thing I can really tell you to do is like grab the grab the checklist. And so this is the moment you've all been waiting for. Here's the special surprise. I sell the self-audit checklist and mini trading for just $3 on my website. It doesn't break the bank. But at the same time, this week, I want to get it to you guys totally for free. Um, in case you missed it last week, on the last episode, we recently found out that this podcast is in the top 1% of podcasts globally. And I like pinch me. I'm sorry, globally? What? There's millions and millions of podcasts. And so I'm still completely reeling from that news. I'm incredibly grateful to you guys. I know you helped me make that happen. Um, this is not a, a solo accomplishment at all. So here's the deal. If you would go and leave a review for the podcast on whatever player that you like to listen on and you take a screenshot of that review, and then down in these show notes, there is a link for a Google Doc where you can just submit your screenshot and your email. And what I will do is I will email you access to this self-audit checklist and training video totally free. So you'll become part of my, like actually my site membership. You'll get the protected area back there. You'll get your own login credentials. Um, you'll get, to, and then you'll get to be able to see the video and download the checklist. And if you've already left a review, that counts too. Just go and screenshot it. I don't care how far back it was and send it over with your name and email in the Google doc. It'll be, it's very easy and user-friendly and you'll all of course get you the complimentary link as well. Um, and none of this is going to put, I'm not putting you on my email list with this one, guys. It's not a, like an opt-in or lead magnet. I literally just need, um, your email so that I can get you the link. And that's you, if you want to jump on my list, like grab one of my other freebies, this is just specifically to celebrate this. So it's super easy to leave a review if you've never done one before. For most podcast players, like literally if you're like right now, like let's say you're listening, obviously listening on one of the podcast players, you're in my podcast. You want to just go out from this episode to the area where it lists all of them, where you can go see like, oh, here are the last, you know, 20 episodes that she put out. And if you scroll to the bottom of the episodes, there will be a section right there to leave a review. It's literally like you can pick however many stars and then you can type in whatever you want the text to say. So you can easily do it now without having to even leave the app um, on your phone or tablet. You don't have to go to any other website to do it. So this is my thank you to you. You guys, 
you guys do so much to bless me. You like you show up and listen every episode. You pers- participate in my surveys. <laughs> you send your feedback. Like many of you have already left a review and invested in me that way. And I'm I'm just also so invested in your success. Like there's no reason why you can't start with auditing your own shop and and really getting like to another level. I poured a ton of time and effort into this checklist and I know it's going to be a big help. So especially after hearing from like the 900 plus people who grabbed it last week, it's, it's good stuff. It's really a helpful tool. So take me up on this. Please know that from the very bottom of my heart, I appreciate you so very much. And that's a wrap of this mini episode for this week. I feel like I feel like I need to come up with more to say, but this actually, this feels really good. I'll be curious to hear your thoughts. Um, do we like this format? Was this, was this cool? I'll do another one in a few weeks and we'll see how it goes. So, oh, okay. And oh my gosh, you guys, next week is going to be so epic. I have a guest for you that is so different and so powerhouse. I was honestly shocked and so excited when she said yes to coming on the podcast. I had so much fun. So you're in for such a treat. Do not, do not, do not, do not miss next Thursday's episode. So like, can you tell I'm geeking out? I'm geeking out. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope this was so helpful. I hope you'll grab the checklist and have a lovely week. And until next time, go make something awesome. And that's a wrap on this episode of How to Sell Your Stuff on Etsy. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. If you're looking for more resources, head on over to howtosellyourstuff.com where you'll find podcast show notes, all the links from today's episode, the blog, courses, coaching, and more. If this episode was helpful to you, awesome. The greatest compliment I can receive from you is a rate, review, and subscribe on this podcast. Not only will it allow us to connect again on a future episode, it lets me know I'm providing you with value and helps other people find this content more easily. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support. Have a great day and see you next time.